Hello, and welcome to the Crayupcast. Come cast your nets and come listen to us talk about a lot of clawful things. I love putting drugs in my system. Oh, shit. No, I'm no. starting with that. Ooh. <laughs> starting with what? James's thing. <laughs> Whatever he just said about drugs. He's got drugs in his system. So anyways, the uh, topic is mental health, but here we are talking about drugs. That's the answer, guys. Definitely the answer. Oh, mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, yep. Coke, yep. coke, 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 cocaine, cocaine, meth. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, see, I was thinking more of like ADHD meds. Uh, what's that? What Adderall? That's what he's got. Oxycontin. Uh, I don't take any medication. Me neither, bro. My medication is this podcast. And mine is my fetish. And mine is hashtag not sponsored Chipotle. No, the only thing we're hashtag not sponsored by is Red Bull. Except today's another day where I don't have one. Well, I had one this morning. But anyways, so back to the topic at hand. Green we're eggs and about, ham. And eight nine. Yeah, not talking about the. It's things that no. turned my brain into mush. Mental health. True. We're talking about sex. No. Anyways. That's physical, not mental. I'm having mental sex right now. Ew. Just... Shut up. It improves your mental health, so yes, it is. It doesn't improve my mental health sometimes. <laughs> Makes it worse. <laughs> okay. Me when I casually steal a large ass TV from a department store, but the guy sees me, oh. And this is on mental health and why you should take care of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because all three of us are not taking care of it. What do you mean? We're coping the best way possible, which is having a great time. That's the thing. You don't, you shouldn't cope. Cope, mold, seethe, mold. I don't know about you, but James and I are on the same wavelength about this. And uh, quite frankly, I, I see this as an absolute win. Listen, if you're ever feeling depressed, in all honesty, Load up Team Fortress 2, buy a bunch of crates for like three cents, and then buy the keys for two dollars on the workshop, and then uh, gambling. Like big gamba. Look, you're looking for that Gerardi, right? But you keep getting the uh, the Berliner's helmet. You just gotta keep trying, dude. Ninety percent of people who give up the crates were one try away from winning. This is going completely opposite from what we were talking about. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. You're coping. When does it ever go on topic for more than two minutes? Not where we're going. That's but it's where, where we, we went. went. I found this gift, by the way. It's Daniel Larson, and it says, I just pooped. And it's my favorite gift because now every time I go use the banyo, I'm going to send it to everybody. Great. I'm going to have to put that on the Twitter now. <laughs> what? You uh, want the gift? I already know where it is. <laughs> I saw it earlier. Because I posted it earlier. Yes. <laughs> I was put it in the match. <laughs> in the Boko server. So, back to the topic. Mental health. Emotional health. Sexual. Being okay. We're getting serious now. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I promise. We're getting as serious as we can be, which is... Not serious at all. But in serious, right? So, okay. But you're trying to figure yourself out, right? Everyone has that time in their life where they're trying to figure out something about themselves, you know, be it about their mental state, uh, I guess sexuality... You know what I mean? So it's challenging. It is a challenge. That is why it is called a challenge. And they're not and, fun. Um, well, no, I mean, I'm pretty sure the whole point of it is to try to make you have fun. So, you know, counteract with their energy. Fun isn't very fun. 
What? Yeah. Okay, well, it's mentally giving me a brain block. How about that? That's I'm not still brain physical. I'm mentally brain giving me a brain blast. It's still a physical reaction. I'm gonna give you a physical reaction when I show you my fucking pecs, bro. I thought I was going in a completely different direction. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. To go to sleep. Most days. Insane in the And then my brain goes. Guess what I dream about? Cliff diving without a bungee cord. Look, all I'm gonna say is it would be a hundred percent fun because you're diving, you got all that thrill, and then suddenly it's not your problem anymore. Oh, but it literally is quite literally my problem. Nope, because you'd be dead, bro. So nothing's your problem anymore. You're the gone. second I you're... hit the ground in the dream, oh well, in I'm the dream, on the. I'm talking about really but doing it. I'm on the floor in my bedroom the second it happens every time. Uh, oh. oh shit! Let's go. Yeah, I roll off. It's awful, and I hate it. And then I wake up because I just face plant into the floor. That sounds painful. My face hurts daily. Or not, I shouldn't say daily because this doesn't happen every night. But that's one of the dreams. Ready for the hot take on this one? This is this is me. Nowadays, I kind of just see this all as one big giant joke that I laugh at. And the only reason I say that is because I feel like I've spent way too much time focused, worried, and upset about my own personal quote-unquote mental and emotional health that I like. To me, at this point, it's just funny. So many things can go wrong for me or whatever that I'm just like, all right, so it's like that. It's like that. Like, <laughs> And honestly, again, the... Because you had mentioned it, it's me who wanted to make this topic. And so, yeah, because I feel like I've had a lot of personal growth with this specific topic within the last, like, two weeks. Where I'm like, I'm ready to kind of say some shit about it. Because before it was just me being completely fucking down about stuff. But now I'm like, bro, we can have a good laugh about this shit. Because it's honestly ridiculous the kind of shit that it is or it happens or whatever. I'm more excited for the fact that Twitter is going to have a picture of uh, give of Daniel Larson going. It's I already just there if you want to go retweet it. Yep, um, I'm liking it and I'm retweeting it. Apparently, five people have seen it. James <laughs> is Patrick's current wife confirmed. I think it's a retweet or a repost. I like how you retweeted the thing that James is your current wife. It's true. <laughs> it's very true. James and I hold hands virtually every Sunday. Oh, nice. I know, it's crazy. <clears throat> crazy? I was crazy once. They locked me in James, a room. James, this isn't the time. No, a rubber room. Time talking about that, guys. A rubber room with rats. I hate rats. Mental they make health, me crazy. Guys. Crazy. Because we're ruining the whole mental I was crazy thing. once. Oh, no, no. We got to get people out of those places. All right. That's another topic uh, for mental health. Is like things that we repeat <laughs> on loop. Listen, I'm the embodiment of insanity. But look, I'm going to be 100% right. Why All of us go through some shit. All of us say things and do things that we... Regret or in the moment it just seems right because like I wouldn't say I'm a suicidal person at all, right? But you obviously can have dark thoughts about shit. Um to the point where you'll say things just because it's like it feels like the right thing to say at that moment of like this is how I feel, so I'm gonna say it like I feel it when it's not even true. Um But as long as you're not someone like I mean there there are some really fucked up people out there, right? And that that's something people I don't feel like take into account when it comes to talking about mental health and shit right is that or even just thinking about their own personal health it's like you're not this person so you're not saying these things or doing these things right and so in a way you're kind of a lot better off than you think because you're a lot stronger for going through something right an example being like this past uh two weeks three weeks with been whatever 
the shit that happened to me. Uh, I had a crossroads of like feeling like, man, I should just quit my job and not be around said person or said people and not deal with all this anymore and just go, go figure out something new with myself. And then maybe I can feel better and just ignore that it happened or tough it up, be a man, go to work like I'm supposed to and just, you know, live it out. And that's what I did, right? I still showed up to work and I just kind of did my thing. Even though it, it sucks, the things that happen, you know, we still, I mean, and a lot of it's that stupid factor. Oh, you're a man, bro. You can't be too upset about it. You gotta, you gotta still do things, right? It's your responsibility. But at the same time, it's not even me doing it for that reason as much as it's just like a personal, like, no reason for me to be this way about it. And already making those decisions makes you a stronger person because you're willing to take on the the extra stress or like the mental toll of being like, I'm trying my best to move past this situation, which, you know, hurts a lot harder than just the regular doing it or leaving it behind or figuring it out. I don't know. Cause you're actively choosing to do the better choice for yourself, which is, you know, move forward from the bad and, and try to still continue to do what you do. Be, be a better person, be good, whoever, whatever, you know, cause I watch a lot of crazy people on YouTube, right? Be it people that, uh, get in trouble with people for doing bad things, be it people who just are actively bad or, you know, just people who don't get the help they need. And so they start doing some questionable stuff. Right. And people post that stuff on the internet or, you know, laugh at it. There's like the term little cow for these kind of people. And you end up going, thank God I'm not that person. Right. I'm not somehow incapable of seeing through some of this bullshit. Cause I, that's why I'm not in that predicament. As of yet, I mean, you know, shit could change during time. I could just become a fucking a clown in the next few days. Well, I, hey, yo, I didn't mean that. Like one Joker burned, but you know what I mean. Like, at least we're all strong enough and capable of doing better things for ourselves, and that's oh. a big plus. Andy's situation. Shut up. <laughs> the amount of things that that go on behind the scenes that I wouldn't say my family knows, even some of my friends don't know, and all that, right? It, it, it does take a toll on you. It does make you feel like shit. And a lot of times we end up saying or thinking things. And I think people without the proper way to express that are or like, okay, I don't like to think I have a defeatist attitude, right? I'm very much somebody who goes like, I will fight to the bitter end, right? Some, some end Zeke type shit. I don't like just saying, oh man, it's over. It's done. Like the, this, like the situation I'm in right now. In no way do I like being like, ah, uh, that was it. There's the answer. There's the, no. I've only done more to improve my my social self, right? So I can prove like, no, there, there there's a side that you don't know. There's there's a side of me that exists. There's a side of me that people don't realize pops out. And even yesterday, I was having a conversation with somebody at work. And I was like, yeah, you know, I don't talk to most of you outside of work, right? So you don't see the outside person, the one that's not confined to being at work, who's tired or four hours of sleep, just chilling trying to get through the day this is someone who's like oh bro i'm just at home chilling i'll say some wild shit i'll do some wild shit i'll just play games it's interesting to take a concept of like say my anxiety and realize that it puts such a hindrance on my personal growth throughout my life that only now i'm starting to kind of rebuild to the point where like my family don't know shit my friends don't know shit i'm the only one who feels like I know me. And then it's almost frustrating when people don't get you and you realize later on that, oh, the reason people don't get me is because they don't know me. You have these mental blocks, you have these roadblocks, and getting 
yourself to a position where you can realize a way out of that rather than just kind of like a self-defeating mentality of like, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm never going to get good. Why, what's the point of trying? Like a lot of the reasons that I would stop streaming or wasn't doing uh, uploads or edits or anything was like, no one watches my streams. None of my friends really show up to them. No one's commenting on my stuff. No one's really kind of interacting with me on this shit. When I talk about it, everyone just seems to passively like toss it aside, okay, cool anyways. Right. And I'm like, that sucks. But if I'm doing it for me, I'm just doing it to be like, you know, fuck it. I'm going to have it out there. Maybe, maybe someday or sometime it, it just, it works. It clicks. I'll find someone that's interested in this shit or wants to be a part of this shit. Other factors come in that sway me from wanting to fix it. Right. I can get in a mood or a mentality where I'm like, cool, I'm going to fix this. I want to be better. I want to push past this. And then boom, you get hit with something. Right. And for me, like at work, there's been nothing but like things and signs and stuff that have brought me down from from feeling good about myself. Or, you know, I'll be down in the conditioning room, whatever, I have my headphones on. Singular, okay, I gotta follow the safety protocols. <laughs> yeah, and I'll be listening to the, the playlist I built that has a lot of like hype stuff, makes you feel good, whatever, cool, or my workout playlist. And I'm like, oh yeah, I feel great, confident, awesome. I'll walk up and all of a sudden I see something or. Here's something I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, there goes my whole entire thing. Just crushed, just crumbled. And you, you just feel like, shit, you're like, wow, I really, it's that bad. And a lot of me would think that that's a good sign of, like, how much I cared about the situation or still do care. But then the other side, he's just like, nah, bro, just give up. It's, it's fucked. Um, and I don't take any medications. I don't take anything to do anything about this stuff other than just try to move past it myself, right? I'm, I'm doing the worst but best option. In my book, which is not relying on something or substance, or whatever, and just getting to it, right? Because I saw the effects of the weakest points of my mental health and what they did to my friends, family, whatever, kind of now just pushing towards that that success of getting myself out of that slum and just, I mean, and it sucks. Like, you know, you lose a lot of close people when, when things hit the fan. The sad reality is, man, people aren't, glued to you right so if you start going down a dark path people aren't ever really going to go down that same dark path with you they are going to try to walk away from that because they don't want to be sucked in it's almost like you're a black hole of just emptiness and, and people want to go away from that so they don't get pulled down because then they only get worse too do you want to be that person do you want to continue to be on that path i don't know i don't know that it's good for me step out a little bit too late obviously but you know you come to realize as those hurdles you just you may never actually get over them right but at least you can find ways to still do what you need to do with those chains um yeah and ultimately it's up to you when or if you break those chains but i'm glad at least so far with you and i Andy, like we have ways that we try to control and contain ourselves and live that normal life still do those things i mean and i end up just kind of being silent a lot because of it mm -hmm. then we got james and James hasn't said a damn word, but I know he's got some challenges in his life. He's overcome a lot of them. But you can't just speak with a class, James. The first one is living in Michigan. <laughs> True. Goddamn, the biggest mental stress. I think stress. living in Massachusetts is kind of the worst to a degree. I would understand, yes. Okay. So, okay. I'm going to try to try to lead, lead you into something, and hopefully you'll, you'll just take it up this time and... and and, and roll with it on your own. But I remember one time I had talked to you and um, 
I think I told you how I woke up and I could hear police sirens and like whatever the shit going on. Or maybe you did and you're like, you couldn't sleep or it was just weird for you hearing a bunch of vehicles and traffic and stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's my normal, bro. That's how I know it's a normal morning. I hear the sounds of a car accident or sirens or there's something in the background with driving and people. And you're like, oh, no, I grew up on a farm. And so I'm more used to the sounds of animals and stuff. And I'm like, ah, oh, bro, animals, man, that... That, like when there's roosters or chickens, because one of my neighbors down the road has chickens and I hear them, I'm like, holy fuck, that kind of like, it's alerting because it's a different sound. All right. But I remember you saying that uh, you prefer the farm, the sounds of just being in nothingness over the sounds of a city because you're not used to it as much. Do you think that that, that ultimately has like a mental effect on you being out of like the normal life you were living? It's probably uh, contributed to my insomnia currently. <laughs> I could see that like uh, when I was traveling from Orlando back home uh, we, you know we stopped in a lot of southern states and stuff and New Mexico would be the biggest one that I would reference right now as far as emptiness and just like that that eerie feeling of just pitch black emptiness no sounds even when I was up in uh, Death Valley in Joshua Tree and we were out there all night and I'm just like, yeah, it's pitch black. There really is nothing like going on around you. And, it's, and that, that fueled a kind of insomnia or just like lack of like being able to feel secure. Because I'm like, yeah, anything can happen in the dark, right? So I have that opposite effect where I'm not used to being in quiet, <laughs> you know, just like earthly places. But I mean, with something else, you know, right? Which uh, happens to be your, I believe you said it's undiagnosed, but was kind of confirmed to you that you have uh, a form of autism. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't sugarcoat it, bro. It is what it is. <laughs> um, but I mean, like, with all that, do you feel like that's presented mental stress to you? Or, I mean, or at this point, you just kind of like, it is what it is and just kind of go with it? Or... I, think, uh, I think it kind of inhibits my ability to feel emotions. So while physically I can feel the emotions, I cannot really feel depression and stuff like that. So the, they will still take, like, a physical toll on me. Mm. Wait, I mean, because, like, in a way, if you're... You could still be depressed without feeling depressed, right? And so a lack of eating or just kind of like that, yeah. oh, I'm not sleeping, I'm not eating, I'm not doing whatever, right? And you may not feel the emotional toll of, like, not doing those things. But, yeah, you'll still have that physical, like, I'm tired or I'm, I feel weaker, I feel less active. So I can, I can see where you're getting at with that one. What would you say is the biggest thing you try to do when you when you feel like you have something kind of going on? Like, do you have something that, that helps you either cope or get over a certain feeling or... Being just too stupid to fucking be able to keep emotions going. I want to use that real quick because <laughs> I have talked to James uh, about a predicament I've been in. And um, kind of large on this was the fact that I had asked James, I'm like, honestly, I feel so terrible that I can't be confident, that I can't have things. I'm like, I walk into places and I feel like I'm not supposed to be there. I feel like everyone's always staring at me. I kind of have this like weird, almost like uh, paranoia look to me because I'm always looking around like, what, what? Stop looking at me type of shit. Or, you know, like, even like when I went to that dim sum place today, right? And it was full of just pure Chinese people. And Lonzo and I are the two foreigner looking guys that I'm like, like trying to go to the bathroom and as everyone's walking past me i'm kind of like eh, just ignore me okay i know i'm out of place <laughs> you know and james had told me literally just be too stupid to care and i i honestly respect that I, I respect that concept of being just too 
I don't want to say too stupid, right? But like not giving a shit because you're just too much into like a, a zone of um your own self and just like, yeah, I'm I'm I am who I am. Like I'm I'm fucking retarded. Like cool. <laughs> That's great. Like taking whatever I have going on and making it my thing of like not worrying about people, right? Because I mean middle school, high school, I didn't care, right? I was just that was me. You know, I, I said things, I did things. And I don't feel like people really liked me for that. But I had friends that did like me for that. And, you know, I was like, cool, I have my group. As you become an adult and you try to actually get new people to be interested in you, you kind of get to this point of, like, uh, change, right? Uh, Because you don't think about change necessarily when you're in school, right? Because it's just, you're you, right? And everyone always tells you, oh, just be you, don't be different. But then you realize in the real world, there's so many different people or whatever that you got to actually be somewhat different and the mental toll of trying to be different when you can't change yourself sucks right like i'm doing a lot of things outside of my comfort zone by trying to get uh like a social media presence that has me in it or trying to be a little more active with uh with other people and going out more and doing things and you know yeah a lot of people like to just stay home and do nothing bro but I got to get out there and I got to really try, you know, especially because you want that eventual success in your life where you're not stuck just uh, working the regular nine to five and waking up tired and being miserable. You want to actually go out there and uh, feel good about what you do. And I know Andy worked hard to get to where he is. James is working hard to get to where he wants to go. And then I'm, I guess I'm the middle ground here of just like content. It's just constant content uh, with uh, with where I'm at. I'm not... I don't know. There was a time where things were better, but you know, at least I'm still rocking it. And it's only made me want to better myself and better things around me, so I can be like, look, I'm just trying to prove that it, you know, whatever you, you know, whatever misconceptions might be there, aren't, they aren't true. And for now, that's all I can do until I can either build up the courage to, to retry something. And like, even when I talked to my buddy Alonso in the car today, and he was like, it was very different from the other people I've talked to. It was like, let's kind of find a plan. And I'm like, really? It's like, yeah, I mean, for me, it was at first, you know, no. And I kind of kept working towards it. And I was just like, look, and, and obviously there's a working towards it and trying to rebound something. And then there's stalking and being weird and all that and not letting something go. And you got to find that that middle ground, which isn't easy, but we all get there. It, it's a pain. But, you know, I think at the end of the day, with a lot of self-work, with, uh, with all of us putting our energy into something we really want to do, we end up finding a better version of ourselves, even better than we thought we could, right? And I feel like I've really evolved into a better person. I don't know how you guys feel. I don't know what you guys think. I mean, that's your personal opinions. But after the thing with my best friend, after the thing with my grandma, after the thing with all these other people that I've lost or events that have happened, I feel like post-2022, we'll just say, I've come a long way. I, I feel like personally, I've, I've felt a big growth, and I attribute a lot of that to working on myself and doing a lot more for myself and trying to just exist better, not be so negative about everything and really try avenues that I don't normally try. Right. Like, like with Wonton, he wanted me to go out do this, uh, this breakfast, whatever with him. And I looked at the menu when he sent me the link and I'm like, Holy shit, it's a bunch of seafood. You know, I'm like, that's not my thing, but you know what? I'll do it. Suck it up. I blindly ate whatever the fuck we ordered today. And it was all right. It was chill. And the only thing I didn't have, and funny enough, it had seafood in it, was the shrimp uh, dumpling. But it had nuts in it, too. 
And he didn't tell me that ahead of time. Granted, I don't think he knew I had a nut allergy till today. Oh, no. But I'm like, oh, yeah. Because he's like, well, you don't want to try it? And I'm like, nah. And I thought at first he was going to question because, oh, was it the seafood? Because, what, you don't like nuts? And Alonzo's like, he's allergic. He's like, you're allergic? And I'm like, yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's, it's a lot, man. And, and back to the topic of mental health, right? Sure, all of us have had things that happened at home that, that fucked with us, too. Right. Or a lot of things that um, we couldn't control that we witnessed and we're like, damn, like. I could go on a list of a bunch of shit that's happened. I, I don't want to get too specific because, uh, well, hey, not nah, like, like, OK, one of the things was back when I played baseball. Right. And I was really good at baseball. I really enjoyed playing baseball. I loved it. I uh, back then my dad was the coach. He brought someone with him that was not my mom. And it kind of fucked with me where the next year he was not my coach. I just didn't have the same motivation at that point. I felt kind of shitty doing the game. And A, it was because my dad wasn't the coach. I didn't feel it. And it wasn't like I had a special treatment. My dad was far from giving me special treatment when he was, when he was my coach. I, he was more like, I can't do anything with you. You got to get out with these other players. You got to play catch with them. You got to do stuff. I'm not here just for you. I'm here for the team. And I respected that. But you know what I mean? It, it took away something from me because I felt like, wow, after everything I see at home and after everything that happens at home and the things between you and mom, you, you're going to make it public. And it felt kind of personal like you took it to me basically and i didn't appreciate that you know whether he had his reasons or whatever that you know this was going to be cool and introduce me to this person but around it just wasn't didn't sit right with me and after that last year i stopped playing and i just did whatever right? i mean really got into video games and a lot of my video gaming as a kid came down to that that shitty feeling of like, you know, like elementary school when I got beat the fuck up from my friend group out of fucking nowhere and walked home bleeding and just was like, nah, you know, no. not doing this. Not really. Like, I mean, I, could, I can't think of a better way to describe that. But then like, yeah, that shit happened and it sucked. I have trust issues because I don't trust people who are like, hey, I'm your friend and you know, I want to I wanna hang out with you after school. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then it's just like, nope, just kidding. I'm here to beat the ever living fuck out of you. And no reason. Really no reason. So I got more into my video games. I want to go outside and associate. We had a neighbor that had airsoft guns and would pee in water balloons and throw it at uh, the kids that walked down the street, right? And what the like, fuck? Yeah, he's in the same grade as my, my middle sisters. And they were um, they were all cool with each other. But yeah, he was just a fucking dick. Um, luckily, I never had anything done to me. But like other people did. Like uh, my immediate neighbor... Well, I was friends with they're a little younger than me it did happen to them they did get hit with a water balloon full of piss and uh you know it sucks and, and, you know and that kind of shit just made me not want to go outside not make me not want to bother with things right like my sister didn't like me back in the day when they were teenagers and all that and that was just a given that's how it is uh but their friends at that point didn't like me too so i'd be in the front yard playing bro they'd be the first ones to ruin whatever i was doing and so you, 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 you just like, I'm gonna go inside. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that time inside, let me go on the laptop. I learned how to mod my Wii. I learned how to mod video games, emulate games, uh, download shit on my computer, learn to do shit. Um, so I ended up building this, this thing where now I have a custom built PC playing modded games all the time, having this gaming arsenal I do, but now I still associate my, my social life now, you know, I'm going back out there, doing things. Um, and that's all a growth. But nowadays, like, I don't want to let that past affect me, where 
I'm notorious for letting the past affect me and things that happened then. I'm like, I'm still stuck on them. I'm still stuck on the things that happened or things people did and don't know how to go through with them or go forward from them. And I think a lot of us need almost like a, like a cheerleader to be like, nah, bro, you got this. And it's, it's weird how it's just like that simple. I think you can do this. Even if it doesn't work out, just the fact that someone had some sort of belief in you. Right. You you still feel like, damn, at least someone's out here for me. Right. And if I come home a failure, at least I know I'm going to sit down in my chair and someone's going to be like, Hey, you want to watch something with me? Hey, you want to do something with me? And you're like, cool. And I feel like the us three right here, this is like partly that I feel like we're here for each other. And, most cases right like i could come home after a shit day and i know one of you is going to be home and willing to do something with me or vice versa we're willing to do something for you uh while you were talking about it i had a mini panic attack so i mean there's another thing (laughs) god damn andy they happen all the time sometimes i just think about like one thing and then it's just like uh, and then i feel my body go into like panic mode Mm. and then i'm good later feel bad about that. I mean, no one should have to deal with that shit. Well, I was praised by my teachers and my parents for being actually smart. <laughs> being usually, potentially even sometimes the smartest in the class. They just hate that I didn't do any of my work. That one I feel. I was like that in school too. I was good at the test. Good at, like, the extra learning. I just hated doing homework. And so my grades did not reflect my, uh, I guess, my skills. I what about you, Andy? You- What's up? I will tell you that grades definitely prove how mental health affects you. Was that? Um, I was the top performing math student at my high school, and now I'm the most fucked out of the three of us mentally. I, so I mean, I mean, as far as you know, you know what's what's going on with us, bro. You don't know. You don't know what we're doing. Did you have a panic attack because you saw a picture of a man rolling a stone up a hill? What? No. You yeah. Had a panic attack about the stiffest stuff? Yes. It, the only difference panic. is he was he had already had the stone at the top of the hill and he was just standing there in the picture. So I mean my brain doesn't know what to do with that information. So I had a panic attack. Your brain goes a shoulder on Nacho Bell Grande with extra cheese. Ew, wait, That's no. what my brain did. No 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 no. no. Wait, you already said yes. That's not what I'm doing. You already showed yes. No, I'm getting 72 pintos and cheese. 72 of them. With enchilada sauce on top. And then I'm going to pour it all over my body and bathe in it. And then you're going to do the thug shaker? No. Yep, Andy's going to do the thug shaker. No. It's been foretold. Smooth brain? My brain's just smoothest of them all. Thoughts (laughs) just roll off. Just like that rock on that boulder with that guy. God, I hope not. He'd be crushed. He would die. Oh my god, that's gonna be a dream of mine now, isn't it? I'm gonna become him, and I'm gonna get the rock all the way up. And then <laughs> I'm literally him, bro. Me. I'm literally him. That's my energy. <laughs> that's mental health. You know what? Constantly pushing up the boulder and never getting it there. Well, that's if you're not like, succeeding, but it's always gonna be like there's always gonna be something, bro. Yeah, that's why. Let's see why you. While you think of it like that, I'm thinking of it more like MXC, where the boulders come down at you, or uh, Takashi's <laughs> Castle, and you get bumped by them, and then the announcer doing the really bad uh, Spike TV voice being like, oh, and here comes uh, Baba Kadoosh, and, and uh, oh, we ate it, Kenny. 
<laughs> wow, let's see that instant replay. Like, Whoa, um... he pulled his cock. <laughs> oh, no. He's pulled his cock out. I don't think. Oh, there you go. That's a mental health in itself. Don't think. I don't. I have a smooth brain. Thoughts just roll off. Yeah. I'm going to keep saying that joke. I said it in episode five. Um, yeah, no, man, like, seriously, when I, when it comes down to this stuff, though, I feel like there is a lack of real resources for a lot of us when it comes to these things, or, you know, even when you feel like, okay, there are resources, but these resources don't feel like they're specific to me or that they're there for my sake. Um, or that you don't want, like, I hate getting on the phone. I hate making phone calls. I don't like, um talking to people right and to me like uh nick my friend nick had always said something about therapy and shit and i'm like i don't want to pay someone to be a yes man or just to agree that i have a problem i'm not asking for that you know i want someone to talk to me about the issue and give me a solution well that's what they do but okay but i don't know this person they're not i want a friend that's like here for me right the therapist they're getting paid to, to be there for you right i need someone who's really there to be like yeah you can make it through this yeah we got this yo like let's do it no, obviously your biggest hype man's always going to be eat yourself, but you know what I mean? Like resources exist and sometimes you feel like they don't, right? But I've noticed through a lot of self-improvement and doing things for yourself, you'll start to feel like you need those less and less, right? But at least it was some reason to get past it, right? Because otherwise it was just something I was kind of pushing to the side, being like, I'll take care of it later. I'll do you know, I'm not going to think about it now, but, you know, obviously it's in the back of my mind. It was kind of like a driving force of me being sad all the time. It's like, yeah, bro, you don't understand. This shit sucks constantly. Uh, I mean, accepting the fact that my grandma's dead. Um, the other family members, they were important. They were there. My grandma was my number one, and that's where that kept hurting. And I'm not saying that I've completely let them go, but I'm, I'm not in a denial about them being dead. I'm not, you know disbelieving it i'm fully aware it happened and at this point i just try to move past it right i try to move forward from it try to learn from the things that she gave me and try to embrace the things that she's taught me that way i keep her alive by doing the things that i know she wants me to do being that person that she raised me to be and i noticed a lot of the things that i do and a lot of things i say and the way i act come from that right there's a lot of other influences in my life but I mean, the good stuff really did come from her. Um, and so with this new thing, yeah, it, it's still, it's a, it's a new sting, right? If I run into the person, if I see them, hear them, hear about them, yeah, it's going to continue to sting and it's going to continue to be an issue, right? But at least I'm putting in the seeds now, so that later on, it's not going to be a year's time that I'm still like dying from this because I'm already trying to work to be better from it. Whether it's success or failure at the end of this, I know I'm planting those seeds to be alive still, right? And, you know, I, there, there were steps to this, right? And obviously, we all get tied up in something we're doing, right? And it's almost like you, you want to focus on it. And that's my big thing is if I am passionate about something, I hyper-focus on it. I want to get every step done. I want to plan it out, figure it out, right? I had my plan of, like, what was going down, what it was. And there were different things that were happening that I would give 
I didn't even do it. Oh, this was my Warsaw. Oh, here's my Stalingrad. Here's here's my like moment of truth type shit, right? Okay, well now this is my Battle of Silo. This is the, the pushback. Now we're at the Battle of Berlin. This is it. This is my only sand, right? Remember walking in. I remember saying what I said, being like, "This is it, man. This is you know, this is whether or not the hammer and sickle or <laughs> American flag flies." And it was, you know, it is what it was. It was what it was. That is what it. I don't. You know what I mean? But at least now I can, unlike previous things that have happened to me, kind of still be here. I'm not saying the things. And, you know, like, sure, you can confirm, Andy. I have not said certain things that I would have said back then with as serious of a tone as I would say them back then, if saying them at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like I really improved on that because, I mean, that's how I felt. Because sometimes you do feel like such shit. You're like, I just don't want to be here anymore. And that's not this room that's not work that's not this house not this discord it means i really just don't want to be around i want to take a non-existence leave of absence for like two months let me time right and i feel like that should be something that like is recognizes yeah you're gonna feel it. and if it's a point where you're like i need to do real harm and whatever that that's the step where you got to be like okay now you need to figure this out you need to get help whatever you know but like you are going to find something at some point that's going to make you feel like such shit you don't want to be there. Maybe you're lucky enough that you never have to. Right? There's never something that comes across your life that you're like, holy shit, I could just end. I could just die. You know, someone could kill me and I'd just be like, well, shit. You know what I mean? Oops. Sorry, you either way. It's not your problem anymore. <laughs> Once you're dead, you're dead, bro. If your friend stabs you, well, that shit. But if you're just thinking like, shit, I just don't want to be here. Work on those feelings and really work on yourself. Take that isolation time. Take time for isolation. Be with yourself. Think with yourself. Do what you need to do for you, right? And a lot of the things for me were uncovering things that I wanted to do, right? Um, like dusting off my Sega Genesis, playing a little bit of that at night and just being like, yeah, I like playing these Sonic games. They make me feel a little relaxed and I can be in a mental state where I feel a little better. And I'm trying to just not think about the situation, right? Because a lot of it, too is I feel like when something happens, I do nothing but think about that situation as if that's what's going to make it better. That's what's going to fix it. Is, oh, well, I keep thinking about it. So it's important enough to me that it's going to happen. It's going to work out for me. No, it's not the case at all, right? It's the actions and the doing and the answers, the real situation being mended. going to do it, right? But at least giving yourself time away from everyone or everything and just doing something that you like doing. You can put a smile on your face. You can feel a little happy, at least knowing that you're doing something you enjoy. Temporarily heal yourself from some situations, right? Any closing thoughts, you two? Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds Maybe. good, James. Good thoughts, James. Mm-hmm. Is James going to say bye this time? No. You know what? When I get the AI shit going, James, I'm going to get just you saying goodbye in AI. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> what are these tattoos, Andy? Andy? Excuse no me? comment. Uh, we'll talk about Freddie them Mercury after we end. Cool. We're not done yet. Well, then why'd you send it to me in the middle? You could have distracted me at any point. What the fuck is that? Oh my God, that is a lot of reactions to this. Make sure you check out the links in the link tree. They'll take you to all of our stuff. Stay tuned for next week's episode where we probably don't talk about something so serious. 
but this was this was Patrick's idea, so we let him have it. Yeah, which means he wow, had to talk through the entire so... thing. Well, I wanted you guys to talk. <laughs> but you well, um, I don't talk about my mental health very much. I talked about the one part. About. We need to I be don't encouraging. Know what the fuck my mental health is. You can do it. There's your encouragement. If Look, I can I do it, it, you can do it. You know what? We need to move past the the stupid cat photos with them saying "hang in there," and we all just need to get pictures of Rob Schneider going, "You can do it." Um, maybe. No, nope, that is exactly it, bro. That is, ex you know what? I want to get one of those if, in my room one day in my house. <laughs> it's gonna be in the living room. It's just gonna be Rob Schneider saying, "You can do it," <laughs> and I will feel so empowered every day. Put it right next to my crucifix. You know what I mean? It'll be one of the three things in my life keeping me going. Andy's uh, unwillingness, unwillingness to let me die, Jesus, and Rob Schneider. <laughs> but yeah, socials, links, things. Uh, closing thoughts already happened. Ask uh, James to. He's obligated to say the word sex at some point. I think he already did. I don't know, James. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if go. I did, but I'll do it now. Sex. There nice. you go. Awesome. Checklist done. That's also everything. If you didn't notice at the end of episode five, there's a, a literal thing after the closing sound. Go listen to it. They might be present in every episode from here on I out. I forgot what it was. What the f was it? Oh, I, no, I remember now. <laughs> I remember. Uh, Stay tuned for the end of this episode for this week's letter. <laughs> letter? We oh, letter? I have to do the thing. Oh, hold on. <clears throat> <clears throat> No, 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 not yet. We have this? to hold on. What? We have to say goodbye. So long. Farewell. I'll feed us and goodbye. That is copyrighted. Um. No copyright, just say goodbye. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Guten Tag. Guten Abend. Goodbye. Auf Wiedersehen. Tschüss. We're leaving. Goodbye. The cubs have to go. Sleepy sleep. Or else the big German demon will hurt them because German folk tales are scary. So you see, the English tells the kids, go to bed, otherwise the giant tree will, will put you to sleep. The French say, if you don't go to bed, no breakfast. And you're like, oh no. Germans be like, if you don't go to bed, the Schlobgoblin's gonna come into your house and he's gonna break you into a million pieces and sell you on eBay. And you're like, oh my God. So we say goodbye. So I don't get hit by the schlob goblin. Hey. Hey, 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 hey. Say goodbye, James. No. Goodbye. <laughs> uh oh. -uh. And now, questions from Andy. Dear Mayor of Halloween Town, Why do you always smell like mothballs? And, <laughs> and, and now responses from James. Ben? <laughs> okay. Hold uh -huh. on.